Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Too shy to say what's on your mind? A Nashville area company can help. Complimentees is the brainchild of artist Sean Aswad. She says she's hoping to change the world one compliment at a time. Well, you know, everybody loves a cute t-shirt, but a cute t-shirt that actually says something awesome is especially fun. So I want to know where you came up with this idea for complimentees. Well, I actually came up with the idea several years ago. We run a dog rescue and um, the dogs that we rescue are mostly special needs. And so they bring a lot of inspiration to our lives, period. You know, just making every day count and not judging and just, just greeting each day with a positive attitude. And as social media became more and more a part of our world, and things seemed to take more of a negative turn and, and people just weren't, you know, you just saw a lot of the friendliness leaving um, our society. It was like, I just had such a desire to try to put out there, you know, just, just a positive energy and just providing, I think, I, I think people no longer know how to receive a compliment, how to give a compliment and compliments are, you know, compliments can heal people, I think. I mean, I truly think there's a lot of power behind a compliment. And and I just I thought, you know, what's the, what's the best way to do that? Because not everybody's comfortable stating things out loud. But wearing a t-shirt that offers that positivity, everybody can do that and be a part of possibly changing someone's day and maybe even someone's life. Some of those messages are things like, you bloomed beautifully. I love that one. What right. are some of the other messages? So, I mean, there are a thousand and one in my head that are not down <laughs> on T-shirts. <yet. laughs> but I am like, you know, one of my favorites is you make me want to dance because music and dancing are a huge part of me, a huge part of my life. Like, I have to have music in my world. I have to be able to move my body and and it just, it makes me feel so much better. And so when something inspires someone to want to move and want to sing and want to hear the music, I think that's a big thing. So that's, that's one of my personal favorites. Um, I, you know, you just had a great idea. I love that one because I think so many people don't ever put their thoughts and ideas out into the world because they're so afraid they won't be accepted or that they'll never be able to do anything with them. And it's just, or they think it's a stupid idea because, you know, because they haven't tried. And, you know, I want people to think, wait a minute. Yeah, maybe what I just thought about is a really great idea. Maybe I could do something with that. And maybe it's not even an idea of something to put out into the world, but maybe someone just had an idea about something to just change their life or to change the life of someone else. So that's one of my favorites as well. Mm -hmm. So you were just sitting in a room one day and you thought, what if I just said nice things on T-shirts? Or you're an artist and I should probably tell people you love to wear tutus and you live in Tennessee and you're just a really, really fun... In case no one picked up on the accent yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm a, a self-taught artist and... Um, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I love so many things. I just, there's so much in this world that I love and that I'm passionate about. And yeah, so I just one day wanted to put these words on t-shirts and, and try to make a change. 
Would you say the world was kinder before social media? So you had kind of this idea of these T-shirts maybe before then, and then you decided now that... Well, it was it was actually last year after the election when when people, you know, I I'm I, I believe that we live in an amazing nation and that no matter what, we have the power to prevail. So whether you feel I don't feel like the world is in as bad of a place as everyone else feels like it is because we can make those changes. And everyone just got so negative, no matter which side they were on. And they got so negative and they were so hateful towards their friends because they weren't on that side. You know, this was all coming out on social media. And that's when I went, you know what? I'm going to put this out there. The world right now really needs this. We need more positive energy. We need more happy thoughts. We need people being nicer to one another. So I read uh, your your belief system that you wrote out, your set of 10 beliefs. And, and the one that really, really stuck out to me was this. You said, I believe that at the core, no matter how it might seem on one specific day, that there is certainly more good in the world than evil. Now, I love, yeah, people have said to me all the time, well, you know, it's great that you're talking about kindness, but there really is more bad than good in the world. No, 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 <laughs> no, there's not. And and I think a lot of that just comes from, gosh, I don't know. I feel like people thrive on negativity anymore. It's what gets attention. It's, it's what sparks things. And, and so no one focuses on the good and I want to focus on the good. You know, as I said before, we run a rescue and there's one aspect of rescue that just makes me cringe. And that's that most rescue groups focus on all the bad things, the bad stories, the tragedies. And, and that's not, that's not really how most of rescue works. Yes, there are, there are sad stories every day, but there are 10,000 amazing stories for every one sad one. And no one's telling those. Well, you are telling them because I saw on social media the, this awesome video. Your rescue is called Snooty Giggles Dog Rescue. And yes. the, it was the funniest. It's almost like every one of these dogs that you portrayed has this awesome, funny personality. I mean, they might only have three they legs. Do. But they're they, so fun. They do. They're all so happy. I mean, Hoopla has two legs. He's the happiest dog I've ever known. <laughs> you know, they just, they don't let things get them down and they don't, they just keep on plugging away and, and it's a whole different world and I get it. We're two different species, but there are just some days where I'm like, man, if everyone could just look at the world the way a dog does, mm -hmm. we'd be in a different place, you know? I mean, we'd be in a very, very different place. You say that there's no such thing as special needs. Only superpowers. Now, I get that you're talking about that with with dogs, but it seems to me that if we could all look through that lens yes. with humans. So what, can you explain, what does that mean? No such thing as special needs, only superpowers. Because I believe that everything that makes us, let's say everything that makes us different, really doesn't make us all that different. We're all very the same, very much the same. Mm -hmm. And I think but those those things, our quote unquote weaknesses, truly are our superpowers if we allow them to come out. So say, for instance, let's take it to a basic on a basic level, a dog who is blind, um, their senses, their sense of smell, their sense of hearing 
it's like 20 times stronger because they've lost their sight or they've never developed their sight. So their other senses take over. So it truly is. It becomes like a superpower. I mean, the things that one of my blind dogs, her name is Snooty, actually, the things she can hear that we have, it's, it's incredible. So it becomes a superpower. So that's on a, that's on a level that everybody can understand, but it goes even deeper because I feel like when your weaknesses can, can make you so much stronger on, um, because you understand things on a different level. It's the power that comes from what we don't have. When I was make us exceptional. I absolutely understand that. I think it's, I personally, I, I have a a little story that I told a friend, and I had never really told anyone before, but I just said, you know, my parents got divorced um, on the days when I lived with my dad. In the middle of the night, I'm in third grade, and I would take um, myself out of bed in the middle of the night, and I would sleep in a little ball in front of my dad's door. And my dad would wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and he would trip over me. And, and he couldn't get me to stay in my bed, and I didn't even realize that I was sleepwalking, so I couldn't stop myself. And my right? girlfriend said, I hurt for you. I ache that you had to go through that. And I said, I don't ache about it at all because that's where my strength to help other people comes from. When I see a child that's um, hurting or going through a divorce or something like that, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that is a superpower. You're absolutely right. right. I love that. And it's it's when you take you take the opportunity and instead of being a victim, everybody's had nobody's life is perfect. Everybody's had something. You know, that's what that's what our stories are all about. But if you take whatever life dealt you and you don't allow it to to create a victim, but you become, you know, plenty of people have really bad. They aren't they don't have the relationships with their parents that maybe we were all blessed to have. Mm -hmm. Take those things and be a better parent because of it. You know, and there are people who choose to do that. And there are people who choose to continue a cycle. And I do believe it is a choice that we make within ourselves to make the best out of everything we're given. Right. And it becomes an amazing opportunity to be kind. But okay, so the T-shirts, why not just encourage people to walk up and say these things to each other? Do you feel like some people don't have that in them? I think, well, I think here's the thing. Yes, I do believe that a lot of people don't have the courage to do it. And as much as as I would love to be able to instill that courage into everyone, it's just part of who we are. Some people are more shy and and it, it just is what it is. But you also, if we spent the whole day, and, and it would be a great thing, don't get me wrong, it would be a great thing if every person we could pass, we passed, we could shout out an, a compliment to them. Um, not really going to happen. Not very feasible <laughs> to live our day like that. But think of the opportunity you have of how many people just, and, and so many people walk around holding their heads down now. They don't even want to make eye contact. Mm-hmm. But they may be looking at that level, you know? Think of how many people sitting on a subway look up, read a shirt, and smile. And I've had people say, oh my gosh, I didn't really think it would work. And, you know, one of our most popular is you make me smile. Mm. And um, I've had people say I was in an airport with it on and saw so many people glance, read the shirt and smile. Mm-hmm. You know, it made them smile because it was a happy thought, period. People need happy thoughts. Yep. 
Right, because usually those happy thoughts are interrupting something in our mind that's quite negative. <laughs> exactly. Can you recall a time when someone had a well-timed word of inspiration for you specifically? I just was so blessed with so many positive people in my life. Mm-hmm. But I can remember a time when I was a teenager going through that phase all teenagers go through. I don't care who you are. You are going to go through a negative phase <laughs> as a teenager. I wasn't the only one. Are you kidding me? Thank goodness. Yeah. It just is what it is. And I can remember in my life science class um, just being in a foul mood, just, you know, a negative Nelly. And my teacher in that class is, was one of my favorite people ever, ever, ever. And he noticed, and I wasn't typically that way. You know, it was truly just a teenager thing. Mm-hmm. And he noticed the, the just bad look on my face and said, what's up? Why, you know, why the, why the frowny face today? And I just made this nasty blank statement that I was like, because life just sucks. Oh, and, he, and it was such a nasty blank statement to make, you know, and it like it stung coming out of me. Like, I couldn't believe it came out of me. And he looked at me and he goes, that is such a shame that you would even waste those words. Mm. And it, it that was it. I was like, I, I don't ever want to put that kind of energy back into the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard that there's no such thing as a neutral interaction. We're just, you know, spreading positivity with someone else when we interact with someone or we're spreading negativity. There's Absolutely. Really, yeah. Absolutely. It's one way or the other. So, and I don't understand this whole, um, I mean, it truly, it does take so much energy out of you to be negative and to be grumpy. Um, <laughs> And, and not that, I mean, I certainly, it is not all rainbows and unicorns here. Don't get me wrong. I have to, there are days where I have to go, hey, you need to perk up, buttercup, because that is, you know, that's not how we roll around here. To yourself, um, you have to say that? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, but, but it's, and it's so much easier. It is so much easier to be positive and nice. <laughs> I mean, it, it really is. is. It takes a lot out of you to be negative. Have you seen kindness being contagious through this project? You mentioned like people at the airport saying, you know, smiling or saying something, whatever. Um, have you seen? Well, you know, we've just we've just launched. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, we're a little over a month into this. And I will see, say that we took a day that one of the things that I really wanted to do with this is regularly get out into the community and spread love that way. So we took a day a couple of weeks ago, hottest day of the summer here, and we (laughs) hit the streets of Nashville with, I cut all these flowers out of our garden, made bouquets, and we set out with with the flowers and free t-shirts that said, you bloomed beautifully. Oh. And we hit the streets with it, just handing out, handing out the flowers. I mean, not everybody got a T-shirt. Not everybody got flowers. But, you know, we, we handed out one or the other and with um, a little card that, you know, had a, had a message on the back of it, hoping, hoping to help people understand what we meant by You Bloom Beautifully. And um, at first... The reaction was so, I mean, people, every, almost every single person went, are you sure? Like when you would hand them the flowers, are you sure? (laughs) Well, of course I'm sure because we would say, have a, have a great day, you know? And are you sure? Well, yes, I want you to have a great day. And yes, I want you to have these flowers or take this t-shirt. 
and and I want you to spread it, you know, pay it forward. And, you know, we had one, um, we ran into like the first person we handed flowers to, they, we ran across them again. And she said, oh my gosh, she said, this is the best thing that's happened to us. She said, my daughter, I think she said she was eight. She said, she just told us this is what she wanted to do for her birthday. Instead of have a birthday party, she wants to go out and hand people flowers on the street. <gasps> it's contagious. That was like, if nothing else ever happens from this, that was enough because that's maybe one little girl who saw what a difference it makes that's to right. just be happy and kind. Right, right. And also in your belief system sheet that I was talking about, your list of 10, you say, I believe that children are our most valuable catalyst for change. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's hard to change an adult that is set in their ways and that, I mean, it really is hard to change an adult. But children are already naturally happy, oftentimes naturally happy in situations where they really shouldn't be, you know, Yeah. where, where their life is challenged, but it's just, it's just not in their nature to be angry and bitter until society instills it in them, you know? Well, my, and yeah. so to keep it going and to, and you know, gosh, wouldn't it be amazing if no child ever had to go into that mindset? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My 13-year-old daughter said, Mom, you know, I think that the, the next generation of the world is going to be even better than this one, she said, because, you know, we don't feel as, like, judgmental as you all did. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? Like, I don't consider myself to be judgmental, but I think, yeah. and we were talking about, you know, just the older people, and I feel bad even saying it this way, but but from her perspective, she was looking at the, as, as, as the world evolves, we learn to love each other better. She thinks that, that some of those um, walls that we put up between ourselves, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago are coming down. And that's really kind of fun to see. Yeah, no, and hopefully she's right. Yeah, I hope she is right. Hopefully we can yeah. continue to to kind of move them in the right direction. Exactly. So before I let you go today, Sean, would you share with me, um, you know, do you have an all-time favorite act of kindness that maybe doesn't even have to do with complimentees, but just something that you can share with us that, you know, has kind of really rooted you in believing of the power of kindness? My parents raised me to be, you know, they, they specifically had me in an elementary school that was extremely diverse. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had to, I had to start there two weeks late every year to go there, but they wanted me in an environment where I was with all kinds of people, you know, um, not just our class and not just Caucasian and not, you know, with, with everyone. They wanted, they wanted me in it. My elementary school was amazing. And there was in particular one little boy who was in my grade level and, you know, born with a heart condition. And he went through one surgery after another one. It, it was always sick. Of course, his immune system was low. I think it's not one act of kindness. Watching the whole community be there for him for all those years, mm -hmm. um, the way the parents raised us to, you know, it would have been a, he would have been a child 
that often could have been picked on in a different environment. He was very small. He was frail. He couldn't do the things that everyone else did. But we were all raised black, white, Christian, non-Christian to love him and to help him every day. And when he couldn't be at school to make sure he knew we remembered him and we knew he wasn't at school. Mm -hmm. And that just made such a huge impact on me. And I think about him every day and I think about his family every day. He passed away when we were teenagers. Mm. And um, I don't see a comic book and a lot of my whole concept of the superpowers things comes from Robbie because he, oh, he lived for superheroes. And I think <laughs> it was because he felt it was something he could never be, but he could live vicariously through them. And I, I just think all the kindness that I saw go to him and that we were all encouraged to, you know, I hope he never felt any different than any of us, but that he felt so much love. Robbie left a legacy of kindness that continues to live on through you and the complimentees. Thank you so much, Sean, for talking with me today. Absolutely. Got to get your hands on one of those shirts? You can find them at complimentees.com. You can learn more about Sean's dog rescue at snootygiggles.com. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or NPR One.